Aubrey Grayson's high heels clicked on the polished marble floors of the luxury suite where she and Travis Anderson would be staying for the next few days. She'd been in some fancy hotels since working for Travis, but nothing had prepared her for this. It was far beyond anything she'd ever seen except perhaps on television. She looked down at the royal blue wraparound dress she wore with a pair of silver sandals and was glad she'd followed her instincts to dress up a bit for the journey. Her usual blue jeans and white blouse would have looked out of place in these opulent surroundings. Will there be anything else, Mr. Anderson? The bellman asked after unloading the bags in the two bedrooms. Shall I send someone up to unpack for you? We're fine, thank you. Travis tipped the man and received a giant smile in return as the bellman retreated out of the door, leaving them alone in the sumptuous suite. Aubrey had been Travis's administrative assistant for six months, and his girlfriend for one, so she ought to be used to the wealthy circles in which he traveled. But it still never ceased to amaze her how the one percent lived. It was as far from her own humble background as the moon from the earth. Placing her purse down on the sofa, she ran her hand over the butter-soft leather while admiring the striped silk throw pillows. The suite was spectacularly over the top. It was the only way Aubrey could describe it. Large, floor-to-ceiling windows lined one wall that overlooked the emerald green waters of the Gulf of Mexico. But if you didn't want to look at the view, the large living room boasted two pristine beige couches that faced a flat-screen television. The other side of the suite held the wet bar in the dining area, the table large enough to seat six. Directly in front of her was a round, dark oak coffee table with a crystal vase placed in the center filled with two dozen pink, long-stemmed roses. Her favorite flower, and Travis knew it. She leaned over and breathed in the heady fragrance of a bloom while her fingers caressed a velvety petal. They're beautiful. You spoil me. Travis stepped in behind her and pulled her back against his warm body, nuzzling her neck. Not nearly as beautiful as you are, but I'm glad you like them. You deserve to be spoiled, Bree, and I'm just the man to do it. There's also supposed to be a bucket of champagne around here somewhere so we can celebrate the start of our weekend, just the two of us. She nodded toward the bar but didn't move from his embrace, letting herself luxuriate in his hard, muscled arms for a little longer than she should. She breathed in his scent, feeling slightly lightheaded. He smelled delicious, with just a hint of spice and citrus to tease her nostrils. Just the two of us? she queried, twisting so she was looking up at his handsome face. I thought we were here for your friend's annual birthday party— it sounds like the two of us, plus about a hundred of his closest friends. Travis chuckled and quickly pressed a kiss to her forehead before striding over to the bar area. <laughs> More like fifty. But you're right, it's still a crowd. Don't worry, there will be plenty of time for just the two of us. I'll make sure of it. Here's that champagne. When they were alone, everything was fine. Aubrey felt comfortable when it was the two of them hanging around his house, cooking dinner and watching television. It was when they were with other people that she felt... out of place. It was as if his friends and acquaintances could look right through her and see that she didn't belong there. She was a foster kid from the streets of Chicago, and Travis was a wealthy and well-educated, sought-after bachelor. 
He traveled the world and moved in these circles on a daily basis. All of this was old hat to him, while she was simply trying not to stand out like the proverbial sore thumb. She'd hate to embarrass him or herself, but better the latter than the former, she supposed. She still wasn't sure what Travis saw in her. With his short, dark hair, vivid green eyes, and all-American good looks, he was adored by women young and old. It was only a matter of time before he moved on to a more suitable female, someone who dressed in designer fashions and knew which fork to use. Smiling and showing off that dimple in his cheek, Travis handed her a champagne flute filled with bubbly golden liquid before lifting his own in toast. His gaze roamed her figure head to toe, and it was clear from the warmth in his eyes he liked what he was seeing, which only caused her to grip the crystal flute that much tighter.